Part 1. Summary and Review Summary Creativity, Inc., Overcoming the Unseen Forces that Stand in the Way of True Inspiration by Ed Catmull with Amy Wallace takes a close look at the special culture that the author helped establish at Pixar, the computer-generated animation studio that he co-founded. Reflecting on his personal career, his management philosophy, and the highs and lows of Pixar's history as a company, Catmull discusses strategies for nurturing creativity and diagnoses common problems faced by creative professionals. In the 1970s, as a graduate student studying computer-generated animation, Catmull was establishing and defining his field even as he studied it. Pursuing computer science had been a second choice, as he felt he lacked the talent to animate by hand. After he received his Ph.D. in 1974, no one wanted to hire him because he was so fixated on the idea of making a computer-generated film, a format that did not then exist. Catmull had a lucky break. An eccentric but prescient millionaire took an interest in computer-generated graphics. He hired Catmull to lead a team of his own choosing. Finding himself in charge of a small workforce, Catmull was eager, but out of his element. He and his team focused on innovation and technology, but they knew they lacked the storytelling skills that were necessary to make a truly compelling film. Just five years later, Catmull was hired away by George Lucas, who was ramping up his special effects team post-Star Wars. Catmull found Lucas's editing team resistant to new technologies, but working at Lucasfilm had a perk, colleagues who were well-versed in the art of storytelling. When Lucas downsized his company after a divorce, he put Catmull's division up for sale. It took time to find a buyer, but as fate would have it, that buyer was Steve Jobs. Pixar was officially born when Jobs purchased the computer graphics team from Lucasfilm in 1986, and Catmull was its president. At first, Pixar lost a lot of money. It had some artistic success with short films, but its hardware sales division fell flat. Catmull and his growing team switched their focus to purely creative pursuits, but business was dire. Jobs considered selling Pixar three times between 1987 and 1991, but something prevented him from following through. In 1991, business picked up when Pixar agreed to make three movies for Disney Animation, which was looking to expand its offerings. Four years later, Pixar's first full-length feature film, Toy Story, hit theaters and became an overnight sensation. Around the same time, digital tools gained major traction in the industry with other blockbuster films like Jurassic Park. Jobs renegotiated a better deal with Disney. Meanwhile, Catmull began to realize how hard he would have to work to protect and nurture creativity in a company environment that was growing ever more complex and fast-moving. Fortunately, an internal collective called the Brain Trust had sprung up at Pixar during the process of making Toy Story. Comprised of many different Pixar professionals, the Brain Trust studied movies in progress from the perspective of emotional investment. Inevitably, in the early stages of production, Pixar movies were lacking in some way, 